G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode 326 of the Trainsmove podcast. My name is Tim Egan. If you have any questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmove.com. Send me through an email, tim at trainsmove.com. And not only will you get the gratification knowing that you're helping support the show by supplying questions and, you know, hopefully I can help you with it, but you also get to know you might be able to help other people by asking that same question who've been going, oh yeah, I've been wondering about that. Oh, it's a, it could be a win-win-win-win-win situation. So jump on through to the website, trainsmove.com. And if you're the sort of person that's been going to the pool and going, oh, I might warm up with, yeah, I might warm up with 500 metres, and you do your 500 metres. Yeah, I might just, yeah, oh, maybe I should do 1050s off off the top. So you go do 1050s off the top. Yeah, uh, might do some 75s, a couple of hundreds, and we'll call it quits. You're probably not getting the most out of your training sessions, your swim sessions in particular. That's what we're talking about. So you might be highly interested in the um, virtual swim squad I have to find out more, you just got to go to trainsmove.com. Um, but what it is, is you get three new structured swim sessions every single week. Um, everything has a purpose. Everything's all structured nicely. So you've got your warm-up. Often there's drills and skill work you we're focusing on in there. Then you've got your main set. Sometimes we have a build section into it and you cool down. Everything's all structured. Everything all has a meaning. Everything all has a purpose. And so you go to the pool, you're going to get a lot more out of the get a lot more out of it. And it's it's you it's only ten dollars a month australian so if you're in the u.s you know with the australian dollar at the moment i think it's like 68 cents out of the dollar so you're only paying you know well under seven bucks gosh the australian dollar sucks but uh, yeah ten dollars australian jump on through to the website trainsmove.com or just send me through our send me through an email tim at trainsmove.com if you want some more information and there's an, an example on the website on what a, a structured swim session look like so you're more than welcome to have a look uh steal it if you like uh today's question comes from matthew uh i am coming towards the end of my first few months in triathlons and unfortunately have only one race left on the 15th of september i've completed two sprints and one olympic distance at the weekend uh i have a couple of questions following the first few races Number one, what would you suggest in terms of my training over the next few weeks to my next race? I have only a few weeks, so will not expect any significant improvements should I continue my general training. Um, I would, I'll enter that. I'll enter each question as we're going. So number one with that, um, I, it's hard to tell because I had I haven't seen your training. I will, at a glance, I. Will, from that bit of information, I would say yes. Continue with your normal training. Um, stay really, really consistent. Focus on good technique and focus on race effort. Don't worry too much about pace. Worry about effort. So that, that's what I'd be focusing in on. Um, number two, looking ahead at winter, I want to work on my cycling transition and running as these were the areas where I felt I was the slowest and the times confirmed that. Do you have any recommendation, recommended winter training plans to, to help build towards the next year where I am looking for at a 70.3 and more Olympic distance events? Uh, this will be my first winter block, so went... 
So I want to make the most out of the help for next year. My availability, my available training hours for the, are between one to one and a half hours each day through the week. Two two nights per week, you've got access and some time on the weekends. I like to plan ahead. I like to plan events. He works 60 hours. He wants to make the most out of you. So we'll answer that quick question. So, yes, um, there's many things you can do. Transition, we'll target that. That's going to be the easiest thing you you can help work on. So, for instance, when you go out on a bike ride, have your shoes already clipped in to your to your shoes so every time you take off on the bike you have to practice that part of it and every time you're about to finish your ride unzip your shoes and so you're riding barefoot for the last hundred or so meters hop off and then run that two three four meters into your house and then that will help practice going into transition too um and a lot of a lot of that you know you can practice that during brick sessions i'm a big fan when you're doing brick sessions even if you're just doing an easy run off the bike trend that brick session transition needs to be hard fast so and, and try and add as much um stress or distance in between it so let's say you're you're running you're riding home you come home you got to quickly transition you might you might want to run the bike all the way in the garage run all the way through into the house into your into your um into your bedroom to get your shoes but just before you put your shoes on do 20 push-ups quickly and then put it on and then just to add that little bit of stress add that little bit of um you know fatigue and then you can go into it into your run even if all you're doing is a little 10 minute easy cool down run off the bike just and if, if you got kids get them yelling and screaming at you if you can just go look when i come home off my bike i need you guys to be in my dad play some of that real loud mexican cheerio music or whatever it is um get some get your kids off those blow whistles whatever you can just to cause a whole lot of stress and so come race day things seem really easy and really simple i remember um my old coach alan Pittman was saying this we're at ironman australia and this is when jason shortest was still racing he was a pro triathlete and he was racing at this race and he goes there's no reason tomorrow your transition time can't be the same as jason shortest and that's always stuck with me and it was nowhere near jason shortest but i have been at races where my transition times did rally the, the leaders the the um the winners of it so i've um but it's something it's free time don't don't be walking in transition going oh yeah that swim that was choppy you got some sunscreen around here love Uh, just go straight in as quickly as humanly possible you've got to streamline everything um everything you need for that bike should be already on the bike everything you need for the run you know it should be all in all set up so you just put your shoes socks on and everything else you put on as you're running out um the as for cycling and running it depends what part part you need do you need to be build up your aerobic fitness you might be better off um going through winter really just focusing on aerobic fitness keeping just 
building miles um, maybe your aerobic fitness is pretty good so you need to work on strength so you're just doing a lot of low cadence work you're doing a lot of um, uh, hill repeats or hill work um, it, it could be just you need more speed work um, and maybe you want to do those two afternoons a week in the gym um, it's, it's a really generic it's i can't give you a proper answer on that i do, I do know um at the moment i'm in my winter and apart from today i rolled my ankle and busted it well and truly so i i think my whole winter plans have just been flushed down the toilets but i've been doing this cycling challenge that um yeah you know i put it out to everyone to do and just people put it some people did it um, unfortunately, I think I'm the only one who's still continued doing it every single day and haven't missed a day. Even today, after I busted my ankle, I jumped on the bike and rode for at least 20 minutes easy. Um, but uh, but my son's also doing it, and he, he missed one day but made it up the next. But um, that I've, I've seen massive improvements on my bike. And I went into this with um, pretty good bike fitness. And... I've I've hit a lot of personal best power outputs during the um, since the first of June, and it's just I just think it's the duck's gut. So I I will be holding another cycling challenge from the first of December for the people that in winter in the US and the UK and stuff if they want to do it, um, and I th- I think that's twenty dollars Australian for that. But you don't need to do my my cycling challenge. You can do your own cycling challenge. You, you know, the main goal, mine, you know, I've got it, everything's all structured nicely, but you can structure yours all nicely. Yeah, so it's just time time in the saddle, a lot of it. Um, have, a, have a purpose for each day. And for a quick guideline, you could just go um, over a seven-day period. You can go strength, speed, strength, easy aerobic aerobic you can just work on those i think i did seven days did i um yeah what did i say um (laughs) this is a great podcast strength a strength day speed day strength day easy day strength day aerobic aerobic there you go there's your seven days and you can use that as a, a a basic guideline for your cycling if you wanted to recycle every day like i am at the moment um but it could be just time in the legs do i have a do i have plans actually i do yes um yeah i do have them available through on the on the website um but you know it's it's just trying to work out what you need in particular and then it's a matter of rinse and repeat um so you have another question uh i'm considering investing in an indoor trainer for my bike currently i'm struggling to cycle in london with traffic lack of good ride lack of good roads and generally unsafe cycling environments due to during the week i would like to train indoors and then look for look to try to move my long cycles to the weekends do you have any thoughts on indoor training uh i'm looking at potentially buying a wahoo kicker and as we've i'm a big big fan of indoor cycling yeah yeah, i've just mentioned out of the um what is it 62 62 63 days in a row i've cycled um only six of them have been outside the rest of them been inside 
I don't have a Wahoo or a smart trainer though. I'm, uh, I've just got a good old fashioned wind trainer that I brought uh, when my daughter was just born and she's just turned 14. But I do have a power meter and um, I've got a couple of power meters. I've got a power meter on my road bike, power meter on my time trial bike. And just something to keep in mind um because because i i thought about getting a, a wind trainer and i you know or getting a a smart trainer and then i thought for that same price i could get a treadmill and i can get another power meter from my road bike uh, everything still works on zwift so that that's the route i went i i thought i could get a bigger bang for my buck buying a, a treadmill and uh, an indoor and another power meter for my road bike so now i don't need to swap power meters over to do certain rides i can just pick a pick a bike up off i go so that might be another option i i i, I that's just an option i'm a big fan of wahoo kickers i'm a big fan of Z- love zwift it just helps indoor cycling it just makes it bearable um, I also need something else running at the same time. I, I generally have uh, get live concerts up on from YouTube playing at the same time, uh, just so I'm a bit more distracted. Um, but it just if if you want to, you know, if, if you think you're going to use a power meter, it, it could be a good investment going the power meter route. That's that's just my opinion. I'm I'm a minority with that thought though. Most people think I'm a moron for thinking that. Yeah. That's fine, but when I'm out on the road, I can still look at my power meter. When I'm at races, I can still look at my power watts and analyse it. So that that's the route I take. I, I look at more of uh, the power meter on the outside my garage as more of an investment than looking at my power inside a garage. But but you but you are looking at it inside a garage. It works perfect. But that's just me. Uh, if you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website trainsmove.com. Until next episode, hooroo.